Hi, I'm Melody. And I'm Tara. And this is Skip Shuffle Repeat, a podcast about compact memories and acrylic cases. We're exploring music through the artifact of CD. Join us as we revisit the sounds that shaped our lives. Hi, Tara. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> first podcast, ladies and gents. So, what's up first? So this is our very first podcast, our very first episode of the journey of Melody's CDs to Tara's car, because she's got a CD player and I don't in my car. And for the very first album, I chose Blue by Joni Mitchell. What'd you think when you received Blue by Joni Mitchell? Okay, so I was really surprised to be honest. I guess I was thinking it'd be something a little bit heavier um, to like more upbeat. This is a very introspective album. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, oh, we have to like think about shit. Like this is not just like fun times jamming out. We're going to actually like get into it on this first episode, which was pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I felt (laughs) (laughs) as intensely about it (laughs) you just casually Uh, drew one out of the bucket and just no (laughs) no I did I selected this for a reason and I and I wrote and I wrote notes about why this was the first one that I picked but I think it's about the weather it just got cold here in Texas it dropped from a high of 80 to a high of 54 overnight and stayed there And it's been chilly and windy and like gloomy and cold. And this album to me is winter. It's like, it's drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes, even though I don't do that anymore. And writing in your journal and listening to this album. And so it was the mood. It was a feeling of the the mood. So that's why it was selected. It was just, it felt. Like the right time, it called to me. My like cold winter coffee baby was like, yes, we need, we need Joni Mitchell. (laughs) I love it. But I mean, I think you're right. It is a very cozy album. It definitely makes you want to just like curl up and be. Yeah. Do you think it's very, it does make you want to be introspective for sure. It calls for you to like sit and be in a place for a while seemed appropriate and I will say it's much colder here yeah than it is there (laughs) I thought about that too I was like she needs it more than I do (laughs) it's true it was like 12 degrees when I walked outside today it's too cold actually maybe not I love the cold I love the cold you don't I I do but it's it's too cold but Joni helped get me through the week so nice What's the first section? Sound check. Sound check. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. That's right. This is where we do a quality control. Can the CD play? Are there flaws, scuffs, scratches, wear and tear that impact that play? Um, is it in its case? Very important. It was. And the case. Well, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look at the, the liner notes. Kind of the general condition of of our artifact that we're going to be 
exploring. Yeah, and this one was pristine. Pristine. It really she, was. She was almost like a new, a new little broken out of that plastic seal case. I mean, really no issues. Played beautifully. I think there's like a tiny little scuff on the back or something of the case. And it's like a it's like a like a scratchity scratch and that's like a little tiny guy. But the CDs perfect. Liner yeah. notes intact. Perfect. And not even not ripped. No like mm-hmm. smudges from like none of that fraying no. paper business that happens after you've opened or, it 50 times. You know? Drops of wine, you know, like because this is a wine drinking album. And 100%. like there was there are no spills on the case. It was well done. I, well I treated done. her well. I treated her well. <laughs> you know? Joni needed a, she had a good life with me. It's um kept I kept I took good care of her. Yeah, I when I was considering this prompt, I I thought about like I don't have I don't think there's anything in my house that I've had as long as you've <laughs> had this album that is in what I would call pristine condition, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think it's the wine case <laughs> that they all live in. You know, it's had a home with a bunch of other CDs for so long and they just kind of slide in and I take them out when I need to, um, which is rare because again, I don't have a CD player in my car. Yeah. I would say that I think Joni would be very pleased with the way that you have stored these CDs over the years. It seems like she'd be like, yeah, I want to be like cozy up with those other albums, you know? In a wine crate. I mean, right? Yeah. That's where they want to be. Um, so there's not really, I feel like a lot to talk about because it was so pristine. Also the liner notes are so simple, which makes sense for this album because it really is just about her voice and the lyrics. And so the liner notes are just the lyrics. There's no frills. There's no fun. It's like literally like here's a blue background and lyrics. you're welcome. Yeah. Even the image on the front emphasizes that, I think, because like it's the, it's all blue and yeah, her face is there, but the light is accentuating her mouth. Like it's all about the words that are coming out, not who she is and this, you know, character, this persona that is the artist. Again, I think it's like, it's like understated on the visuals, right? It's very, it pulls you towards what it's about, which is her words and her voice. Excellent condition, I wrote. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So I am listening in my car right now, um, and when I put this in, I cranked it up, and it, this might actually be the album or the kind of music that my car was made to play because mm. um, it's so streamlined and focused, and so the different parts just like really resonated. And I was really kind of impressed with my old car. Um, (laughs) You were like stroking her being like, you've done good for me today. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) This is your moment. That's what I, yeah. That's good. Do you want to pivot to our next segment? Yeah. First listen. You're still calling it that way. First listen is about, yeah, the, the, the memories. When did you first hear the album in your life? And, you know, what were you doing? What does it remind you of? Yeah, like that. 
Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't really remember who introduced this album to me. Um, I, I feel like I listened to it with my grandmother at some point in time, but I'm not really sure. And I sat for a long time trying to figure out like how and when it came to me, but I couldn't. So the only memories I really did grasp, which I've already mentioned, were just like when I got it and the time of my life that it was. And it was my early 20s, like super early 20s, like 20. And I was journaling a lot at that time. And I smoked a lot of cigarettes at that time. Um, and I was really into thinking about myself. So it was that album for me. What about you? Yeah, I I similarly struggled to pinpoint the exact like person who put this album in, in front of me. Um, but I definitely remembered the era. Um, and there were some key like moments with Joni that I remembered like, okay, well, if this happened at this point, surely I became a fan of hers in the two years prior, right? So like I have this one memory. It was the summer after freshman year of college, and I was back in my hometown hanging out with a friend from high school, and she was like pseudo dating this dude, as you do, and (laughs) she learned that he really liked Joni, and she was like, Tara, you have a computer that can burn CDs. Can we make him a mixed CD of Joni Mitchell songs? I love it. Right? I love it. Yeah. So clearly at that point, I felt like I had enough knowledge about music to put together a compilation album. So that's kind of what like the era is. So I I became, I guess, a fan of like, and was really listening to her a lot in that 2000 to 2002 era. Same time, same time frame. Yeah, 2000, 2002. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we make the CD. Do you remember what songs are on it? No. Yeah. All right. But long story short she gives it to him while I'm like in the other room (laughs) and he's like what is this (laughs) she goes you love Jody Mitchell (laughs) and he goes no I don't she goes wait I thought you loved like this like musician that starts with a J and he goes it's Janis Joplin That is priceless. Did they continue to date after that is really the question that I think everyone's going to have with that story. Ended, sadly. RIP that relationship. I mean, Uh, Joni and Janice are not the same. So I feel they're very different. They are very different. I would would also be upset if I was a super fan of Janice. Actually, I wouldn't be. Let's be let's be real. I love female singers, so I'd just be like, all right, different vibe, yeah. but everyone needs a slow, <laughs> beautiful voice to sing to you every now and then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The other so okay, so then as I was trying to, to think about to your question earlier, um, like who introduced us to this music, um, I definitely did a little digging. Um, to see like if it wasn't if there were songs in it, movies or TV. I I was going to mention. I know, uh, Practical Magic was a moment for me. A Case of You is in that movie, 
And I remember loving like the, I love the movie, which is kind of a surprising movie for me to love, but I do love it. And I loved that song in it. And I just looked it up and that was in 1998. Hmm. So I probably did not see Practical Magic in theaters. I don't remember seeing it in theaters, but I would have seen it pretty promptly when it came out at a local blockbuster near you. Um, R.I.P. Blockbuster. Indeed. Um, So I think that may be, which is so appropriate for me, it may be how I found out about this album. I probably looked it up from that song. and. Um, then was like, oh, I'll listen to the whole thing. And I was like, well, this is a masterpiece. So yeah, I'm going to be listening to this now for a while. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't mean to like cut you off. Did you have a different movie or was it the same, th- same movie? Different. Yeah. But I, I, and I love that, um, that yours was practical magic. Cause one, I don't have a strong like association with that movie generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that it was a case of you, which is my favorite song on the album um mine too and that's the one that that I was like surely this is the song that I heard that like clicked for me to make me want to listen to this more but the only things that I could find well that I know I was into around that time was two movies and a tv show okay almost famous Mm. what songs in almost famous river Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Right song. No, but that that song apparently is when Penny meets Russell mm. um, in Almost Famous. Um, the other now I want to rewatch Almost Famous. No, me too. <laughs> um, the other movie, which I am not going to be like ashamed to admit, uh, I watched almost every day the year it came out. It's a little movie called Life Is a House. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kevin Klein. I know it. Mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen. That movie came out in like 2000, right? 2001? 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Were yeah. we, were you both at the Angelica at the time? I was not yet. Okay. I was. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like everyone in the audience to know I did not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No surprise there. Like that's not, I mean, I think if you said like a, like a hot take that you really love this movie everyone would be that's a drop the mic moment like it is it is everyone who knows me would be like no that's not true (laughs) but she's lying for the podcast now people she's being fake yeah um but but I love that you loved it and watched it was it for Hayden Christensen you know I think that's what it started out as and then it became about Kevin Klein. oh not in like a you know yeah gooey way just in he's like a great actor and yeah and there's yeah. you know the scene where he's in like in the hospital it's like the cheesiest thing and I'm a sappy person <laughs> and okay so What's honestly that so it's not even a song on this album it's both oh. sides now which is on a different album but okay I can see listening to that being like oh this song who's this let me learn more you know yeah and then just exploring her stuff because I do think that if you were to just Google Joni Mitchell, if you did not know who Joni Mitchell was, this is the album that's going to come up. Like, this is it. This is this is the album. Absolutely. 
Yeah. What's the TV show? Six Feet Under. <gasps> I almost started rewatching that again two days <sighs> I support you. I know it's, it's been it's been a minute since I've done my, you know, every three or four year watch of it. It's been a while. It's probably been eight years since I've done my every three or four year watch of it. And I was just telling somebody about it and kind of trying to coax them into watching it for the first time. Oh, Again, not from so this good. album. Okay. Um, it's a song called Woodstock, which is the same era, I believe, in her discography, but not on this album. Yeah. And it's uh, season two, episode seven. Listeners, just go watch it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I yeah, was about to be no. like, what happened? But like, no spoilers. There will be no spoilers. No. That's fun. I do love that we both came. We both think that we came to this album through film and or TV. Yeah. Um, I will say that is going to be a theme probably with us, at least for me. So, so much of the music that I love has come from a movie, a scene, you know. Yeah. Case of You, though. Got me. Got me, reeled me in and got me to this album. Yeah, we've already sort of broached the next subject, right? The like, uh, the where are they now? The what's Joni Mitchell up to? Where, where, where does this album land in, in all of her discography? You know, we've already said it's the best. What's essential? Yeah, totally. Joni Mitchell. I do have a funny thing I want to say. I wrote a note that said, is she still alive? <laughs> the answer is a resounding yes. Yes, yes. she is. <laughs> she's still alive and she's touring. Yeah. Ladies she, on the road. She, yeah, she just, she did, has had two performances this year after like a dry spell, um, but she's back. Did you know that she was alive and touring without having to Google it? <laughs> I did, but no judgment um, because <laughs> the only reason I knew is because um, I have uh, some you know, uh, friends that are into like music festivals and, um, and also into Brandy Carlisle. And there was a, a guest appearance that Joni had at the Newport Music Fest with Brandy nice. Carlisle. And so like, that came up when it happened this summer. And so that was kind of like, oh shit, there she is. Yeah. <laughs> On a people stage. Were, yeah, people <laughs> were talking about her and you heard about it. And I was over here saying, is she alive? Tara sees a lot more music than I do, audience, a lot. Currently, maybe, but not. We don't need to go over the, yeah, the lifetime. And honestly, this year, I would just have two people, but I saw 85 concerts by two bands. <laughs> so maybe we don't want to go there quite yet <laughs> it's too too soon in our podcast yeah lifespan that's good are you going to tell the audience uh no no i'm not no no okay. not, not naming that band for a while <laughs> it'll be a surprise for another day <laughs> um yeah have you ever seen Joni mitchell live you weren't at that festival. No, I was not. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. Have you? No. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, when you get an album in the year 2000 that came out in 1971, you're not, you don't do that game. You're not, you're not thinking yeah. like, oh, next move is to figure out when I can see them on tour playing this album, right? You're just like, you're, it's past, it's long gone. So I never even thought to look to look into it. I've never even thought like, oh, I wonder if Joni Mitchell is on tour because I just, mm -hmm. it was so distant, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, again, <laughs> she could be. I yeah, love my well, question. Is she still alive to myself? I mean, your question was valid and it was, it's so unexpected that someone who had the hit of their career, we probably call it, uh, in what, what was it, 1971? Yeah, 1971. Well, and and there is a little bit of, I feel like, well, for me, it's a tiny resurgence, but did you see the Netflix series, Dash and Lily? No, I don't know anything about it. Oh my God, I loved it. Um, I think it came out two years ago. Like, I think it came out during the pandemic. Um, it's a fun little love story. It's about a girl who leaves a book in a bookstore with a game and the intention for her to find her true love. Um, and so it's a series of like, if you want to find out who I am, do these things and it'll lead me, you know, lead you to me. And one of them, he recites the song River in public at the bookstore and he doesn't sing it, but he recites it and it's beautiful. It's like, it's so moving and it made me fall in love with that song. Like I revisited this album at the time. I was like, oh, this was a song that, I don't know. It just made me fall in love with it again. And it mm -hmm. rose it on my list. So she, and that's two years ago. And it's a young adult, young adult TV show. And it's not a song passing in the soundtrack. It is right. a pivotal point in the, the show, you know? Yeah. She's so relevant right. still. Yeah? Well, it's, it's timeless shit that she's talking about. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Raw, authentic emotions that all humans can or have experienced, you know. Yeah, there's a and there's a loneliness to this album, you know, which again I think begs for that introspection and quietness. Um there's like a yearning. It's so good. Mm -hmm. So she made 19 studio albums, and this is like her third third or fourth one and what I, I guess what I realized listening and trying to figure out like where she is now is that I really don't know that much about her career I did have to do some like poking around Me but I was too. fascinated to to learn about this album and like I read an interview that she did with um gosh I think it was Pace Magazine maybe talking about recording this album and with her like producer and she like performed parts of it for him. She was like, I feel so like raw or emotional about this. You know, it's so much more than I did before. And he's like, he says, lock the door on the recording studio as a way to like help her. Like it is intimate, lock all that other stuff out and just like put it out in the safe space. Really telling about just how honest this album really was at that time. I mean, Still, she would Still say, but like, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I don't listen to any other Joni Mitchell. I haven't explored 
anything else. But I'll come back to this over and over and over again, you know? Yeah. The only other one that I've listened to is this Clouds, which is an earlier album. But that's for the song Chelsea Morning. One of those songs you can't get out of your head. Like once you hear the melody, you just like, mm-hmm. it just spins and dances around in your, in your in your mind. And you have to like play it to get it to shake loose, you know? Which I think Blue is a lot of the same kinds of songs, right? Case of You, if it starts anywhere, I'm... I'm in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what the kind of sales were? Do you know what her, how this ranks in her other albums as far as popularity and sales and things like that? Well, I, I found several like rankings of her albums and this was always first or second for sure. Um, yeah. But that was based on like music reviewers, right? Not necessarily sales. Um I think it went platinum or was on the top charts for a long time um, of, compared to her other albums. But yeah, there's one album that came after this. Um, I think it's called Court and Spark. Um, it's a couple of years later and that went double platinum. Oh, wow. And, I, and so I, I made a point of recognizing that because I thought this would have been the best selling or highest ranked and, and that was clearly the, the better one. In I wonder, criteria. I wonder though, like, is that the thing where a really amazing album comes out and not necessarily everyone bought it, but everyone heard about it or heard it. And so then like the following album is kind of the one that blows up a bit because everyone's like, oh, she's great. And then they all buy that next one. I, you know, and that's a really good point. It's like, is it riding the wave from Blue? Uh, we'll have to listen to find out. But one other thing that I was really excited to learn, she did an album called Mingus with Charles Mingus, like right before he died. And I want to listen yeah. to that and see what the two of them came up with, like and how much each influenced the the sound. And I don't even know yeah. really that how that collaboration happened or worked, but I want to know more. And that's really exciting, you know, to find something that prompts that kind of deeper dive yeah yeah so one of the things that I learned part of why Joni has started performing again is um Brandy Carlisle helping do these Joni jams um, and maybe I'm overstating Brandy's role in the process but like she's also doing that Tanya Tucker movie yep where she's like helping currently at a theater near you go see it in a movie theater please yeah you know, they, Joni would have people over at her house to play music and jam. And Brandy was one of the folks that would come over regularly. Uh-huh. People from all kinds of styles of music and whatever. And when she was ill, she wasn't like singing along necessarily, but she was still there, like in the space. Yeah. Yeah. And I, That's cool. I was just, yeah, I was like, so even if she never came back and did music for the public, she was still fucking relevant. Like these contemporary musicians and these like legends of the industry are still getting together just to be in this space with her I mean yeah her voice is incredible it's incredible you know and uh she's so good that it makes total sense to me that a bunch of contemporary people would be like yeah we're gonna go hang out with Joni Mitchell now and it's gonna be dope you know (laughs) let's do it yeah totally get on the road let's go um yeah yeah 
That's cool. Can you, are there like recordings or anything of the Joni jams? No. And that's what's so great about it. There's in this interview, she was, she doesn't allow, she like, I think she says, put your, leave your pistol at the door or something. Meaning that all phones stay like in the entry or outside or whatever. That moment just lives in that moment. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's great that she's like creating that space and not even creating, like demanding it, just saying, no, you're going to disconnect and you're going to be here for this. That's cool. Top five. What what are your favorite tracks? Already the top five. Oh man. All right. Top five. Go. If it's not already obvious, a case of you, number one slot, uh, when that song came on, on my first listen through this album this time, I cranked it up. I was singing along. Mm-hmm. I remember all the words and I fucking cried on that last verse. I, and I was just sitting in my driveway. It was just like, God damn it. Like how, how does she capture this, this like raw, honest love in such a profound yet simple way? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah. It's a it's a perfect song. I wrote down it's it's my like it's one of my like it, I don't karaoke you karaoke I karaoke yeah. only when I'm around you. <laughs> but You're it's welcome. always the song that I feel like is a karaoke song for me because I know it so well. You know, I know every lyric. I will re-listen and re-sing this song multiple times. Like once it comes on, I'm like, I need another round. I need another round. Um, and there are lyrics and moments in it within it that are so perfect. And when you sing them, you feel them. Um, it's a perfect song. And yeah, she captures the yearning of love, right? The like, the loneliness within love which so many people don't talk about they don't they don't explore that right in a love song it's you know mm-hmm. so often it's uh it's a heartbreak song if it's lonely but this one's not you know it's yeah i love it there's like optimism or hopefulness yeah. even within all of the like tumult of that love yeah yeah it's the best <laughs> it's like yeah so I agree my also my number one I, I was gonna ask yeah it's uh it's an easy it was kind of like again it's the the song that got me to her it's the song that got me to this album it's the song that I'll re- repeat over and over again I mean it's the song you know mm-hmm. I mean I want to rewatch practical magic because of the song partly mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh, it does so much in a fairly short song. It's not long, which is why you can be like, yeah, I'll listen to it three or four or five times in a row mm-hmm. and not feel like a crazy person, you know? Number two, River. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And that's it's a new one for me, but with that Dash and Lily thing, again, I was like, I'm going to revisit 
this album and particularly this song because it comes towards the end of the album mm-hmm. and and partly because I think I'm so obsessed with <laughs> case of you right that it overshadowed river for mm-hmm. a long time but when you sit and listen to river it's so good it's so good and I now that's now one that I sing you know I when it comes on, it's going to get cranked up and I'm going to sing to it. Yeah. I love it. That was my number five. Oh, wow. Well, the only reason I'll say it was number five is that as much as I love like the nostalgia and the the milestone of it, of like Christmas, right? Like all of the yeah. characteristics that she describes in there. I, I still find it cheesy and I hate to say it. It's such a beautiful poetic song and it really like, if I'm in that kind of headspace and it's a holiday, I get right in it. But if I'm not, I'm like, are we really, really a Christmas song? Really, really? So like, well, I don't want a Christmas song, but like it's, it's know. holidays. Well, and I, I think it's one of the reasons why I got into it recently is because the holidays are complicated for me and they always have been. We're about to be up on them. There's so much in the holidays that I find not good. I find obligation to be taxing and stressful. I find the Mm -hmm. like, right, the consumerism of it to also be just kind of icky. And I don't love the holidays, but I've, this song has helped me find an appreciation for the, the good in the holidays, right? Like the, the quiet, easy moments with friends and family where it's not obligation and it's not presence and it's not hard, right? But it's just kind of simple and easy and I don't know, calm. There's a calm of a calmingness to it. Uh the holidays are hard, kids. And <laughs> the song yeah. gives me gives me like it gives me a space to be yeah. in the holidays with this song and feel not so fucking crazy, you know? Yeah, that's true. And this is a new, it's a very new appreciation for this song. So this is like the last two years I've been really navigating towards this song during the holidays and finding comfort in it. So, which may be why it's higher up on my list, you know, what's your number two? This flight tonight. Oh, okay. And you know, this is a really, there's so many bangers on this album. It's really hard to to choose. Every single song. Um, yeah you know it was so hard to make a list yeah it really was I agree I think ultimately this song one it's very like singable it's got a nice like rhythm to it yeah um, with some catchy lyrics like many of her songs have but I also really like how she talks about like second guessing her decision where she's Mm -hmm. like I shouldn't have got on this flight tonight like can we turn this plane around and and she's kind of like in that moment of reflection from her past relationship and deciding should she stay there should she go should she, you know go back to her home and her her people you know I've moved a lot in my life and like I've had lots of circles of friends and different yeah. like geographic locations pre-pandemic before it was normal to like zoom all the time and so like that feeling of like wait am I making the right decision here should I have done this is this like yeah. Like that really, it really resonates with me. So that's good. That's really good. It's a great song. It is a great song. 
I think that I wrote my list and then I was re-listening to the album. I've re-listened to it a couple of times, kind of leaning leading up to this. Yeah. And it's popped out a couple of times where I'm like, did I not? Should I should I second guess? What's your number three? Uh All I Want. First song on the oh. on the album. Similar reasons, I think. Um traveling. Yeah. Like always feeling drawn to something but like still always in motion towards some destination and like the conflict of it all um you know and I'm looking at the lyrics like now and so much of it is about relationship right like it's and her looking to somebody else to make her life to make her feel whole or complete Mm -hmm. um and so it's also that conflict of like do I is that the right decision or is should I be looking to myself or looking, you know, finding some other way to feel whole, um, other than this other person, you know? Yeah. It's good. I love, I love how she sings the lyrics in this. Oh, she's like dances on the melody and it's, I mean, her voice again, it it was really hard to pick a top five. Well, like it was like for me, the first two were like easy, easy. And then I sat and I was like, wow. Okay. mm, Let's Let's figure it out. And yeah. part of it is that every single one is so good. And her voice is, it's like magic. It just feels effortless, mm-hmm. but it's so tricky. And as someone who cannot sing, but wants to, and sings along with her, there, there are points where I'm like, how did that just happen? How did she make her voice do that? And yeah, you know, you've said it, but raw, it's like, it's like, there's no, she seems like she just pours it out, you know, and, and there's no, it doesn't feel like anyone's fine tuning it and like doing things to it. She's just sat there and did it. And you're like, yeah. that, that's just, it was in that moment she did it. And that's what she, that's who she is. Yeah. And to be that perfect vocally in those moments, or I don't know. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. What, so what is your, uh, your third? Blue is my third. And I thought about it for a long time. A, it's another one that when it plays, I then, it catches, you know, like for the rest of the day, I will be singing snippets of it. Like it'll just kind of float through my head. And I do think that when I originally got the album, obviously A Case of You was the introduction and the reason that pulled me in. But Blue very quickly became one of my tops. So it's been with me for the last 20 something years. You know, it's been Mm -hmm. one of the songs that like grabs me and pulls me in. You know, again, I think uh, the the lyric songs are like tattoos. It's like every time, every time I sing Blue and then songs are like tattoos, like chills. I get chills. And I mean, I think with the other songs, it's, you know, sort of the same. There's like a yearning in everything she does and and a loneliness and a like wanting of something more. It's good. It gets me. Songs are like tattoos. I mean, that is a... It's yeah, they, a don't, they don't go away. They they stick, right? They, yeah. And it's like an imprint. Yes. You know? 
And that imprint is then again, it's like coming back in your brain as you're walking around and doing things. It's like, did you really, you, you're not listening to it, but some part of your brain is still listening to it. It's still yeah. like bringing it back up. Absolutely. Lyrical genius. This, this one. I'm telling you, this album is like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I was so happy that I had it. <laughs> Uh, me too. Yeah, and that, like I, you know. Yeah, and that and that it was the one that we could dive into. What's your four? The last time I saw Richard. Ooh. God. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I don't really know if I have notes for this one. It was just in my because again, I think they're all so good, but I, I listened to you know, this album multiple times and, you know, this one's telling a story that resonates. I mean, they all do, but yeah, yeah, it's a story. I love stories, which is part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like all songs are stories, but this is literally like an an actual story that she's just singing instead of handing it for you to read. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it's that figuring out who you are in relation to another person. And I mean, there is, I don't know, it's one of the things we always think about, right? All of us, it's kind of a constant part of our lives is how do we fit with other people and how do we navigate them versus us and us collectively? I love that you picked this. I This yes. song is like, I mean, I like some of the lyrics, but I... I frequently don't listen to this song. Oh, uh, yeah. You skip it? And I just end at A Case of You. <laughs> you just... listen to A Case of You five times and you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this song, I mean, this album has 15 songs on it and six of them are A Case of You. And the last time I saw Richard is nowhere on the album that I listened to. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. Um, yeah, huh. so I love I love that you love this. That's, yeah, that's gonna make me actually listen to it and give it a chance. I think. Um. Yeah, good. <laughs> I mean, again, I do get it. A case of you really demands your attention in such a way yeah. that being the song <laughs> after it <laughs> is cruel. It's, it's cruel yeah, to the song. You know, never stood a chance. You know. <laughs> It really didn't. Richard never stood a chance. Yeah. <laughs> give it a listen. Give it give it a whirl. Uh, what's your number four? Now that you've trashed mine. Like, I don't even listen to yourself. <laughs> uh, my how good uh, it is. <laughs> my number four is blue. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, it's gotta be, it's gotta be on the list. And it's gotta be the thing I don't like about blue since we're being honest here. Yeah. Um, the way it ends. Mm. Um, I, and again, that gets back to like the way she's singing is so raw and, and intense, mm-hmm. but when she gets up to that high note on that E vowel, <laughs> that's when those just like pet peeves of mine from from being a singer and so like I can't mm. handle that sound when I make it or when anybody else makes it and so I don't I don't like that um but that's really my the reason why it's four of the five instead of like higher up on the list so. she hits that e and you're like no 
you just ruined this. I mean, she didn't ruin the song. No, I did not say that. Do not. Jody Mitchell is going to at us. Uh, we don't have a Twitter, thankfully. So, oh, you know you what? 2022 <laughs> did one thing right, and it was destroy Twitter. Yeah, which I didn't participate in anyway. But yeah, so it's kind of gratifying <laughs> to see it just burn to the ground. It's a pretty uh, interesting show. I will say that. It's good fun, but we all have our, we all have our addictive social media behaviors. So we don't judge. We don't judge on this, but we do judge, but I'm trying not to. Okay. I'm like, when did we establish that rule? No, we definitely judge. We we are super judgy. (laughs) You're going to get to know it sooner or later. So we just to get it out there. Very judgy. Don't, don't worry. We have a blue check. So we're legit. Tara was just judging Joni Mitchell. So that's how judgy we are (laughs) i love you jody i'm so sorry (laughs) all right you're number five give it to me Uh, mine uh number five is river oh nice yeah so you already talked about it yeah mine's california which is like it feels a little cheating because it feels like the i don't know if it even is but it feels like the most pop version of like the like it's it feels like the one that everyone knows, you know, and that everyone likes mm-hmm. and, but I don't even know if that's true, but I love it. Makes you feel good. You know, I mean, they all make you feel good, but yeah. This one makes you feel good. Like a, what is the, Oh, make me feel good. Rock and roll band. I'm your biggest fan. Mm-hmm. California. I'm coming home. Yeah. I agree. This was a, a hard one for me not to have on my top five. I'll admit. Yeah. It's a great song. It's a great song. But it did. It's number five because I was like, it's a great song, but there are better on this album. Mm-hmm. And again, I think all are great. Really. Yeah. I mean, sucks to be Richard, but yeah, the rest are all. <laughs> Poor Richard. I wonder how many time. people are like you. I wonder how many people are going to be like, yeah, I never listened to that song either. There's another <laughs> song on <out> there? <laughs> good it's funny okay but can I tell you my runner-up then other than California yeah Carrie I I think it's such a funny song it's right before blue you're a mean old daddy but I like Uh, you you know yeah that it is it's fun that one's fun it's a little cheeky you know it is it is it's yeah it's one of the like it gives you some some lightness yeah, I like it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. You almost made it, Carrie. <laughs> Bonus tracks. So, what would you recommend, whether it's an album or an artist, to our listeners who love this album? Right? They're like, man, good choice, ladies. I love this album. I'm going to listen to it again. But also, what if I mm-hmm. don't listen to it? Because I've listened to A Case of You 50 million times already. Where do I go from here? Um, I would respond with, uh, but have you listened to A Case of You 50 times today? Because <laughs> if not, first stop is going to be put that album back in. Start it up again. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really struggled here with this because, um, and hopefully this isn't a, a trend over as I talk about other albums, but 
I think this album is too good. I would hate to recommend something other than this album. Like once you hear this, like you're not going to, you can't compare anything to this. And it's just, uh, I don't want to send someone down a, a rabbit hole. Even if it's great music that we recommend, you know, if it's not, it's not the thing, it's not the thing, whether it's brilliant and compelling album in its own right would still not be this one. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Um, I understand that. And I, you know, I get it. I, I, I understand and feel that the sort of struggle of like, this is so good. Yeah. It's such an essential album and it, it yeah. speaks to so many people for so long. Um, you know, we've kind of gone through all the ways that it was that I did have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of based on the, I would say the like uniqueness of a female voice and it being a woman and an instrument and being raw and being emotional. And that's Nina Simone, which we will, there will be a Nina Simone CD podcast episode Mm -hmm. later on down Mm -hmm. the road. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're, and they're not, you know, they're not similar in voice or style of music, but I do think they're both, uniquely their own voice and uniquely emotional that like they tap into a feel and like it it gets to humanity in a way that a lot of people don't get to and there's a rawness and a a very a realness to both of them so and I don't have an album just check out some Nina Simone just get yourself some Nina Simone because yeah. um, I feel like if you liked following the journey of this album, then, and liked the like deep feelings and the, the yearning and all the stuff um, you're going to get that with Nina, you know? So that's my, my, my recommendation for the crowd. That's a great one. Honestly, like, thank you. Yeah. It's the, it's the, you match the vibes and the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. yeah. Not similar, but you know, similar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. So now that you've mentioned this, okay. So now I'm thinking she was um, arguably at her best at, at a time when there are a lot of other great musicians that she was like in the same community with. Right. So um, James Taylor plays guitar on this album so like sure you can go to that as well right like there's certainly some crossovers there yeah that's it that's my bonus recommendation james taylor inspiration (laughs) it's also a cheat because it was listed in the liner notes (laughs) like i looked down i read a name you're welcome yeah i was jealous of your liner notes-ness i was like maybe i should take a picture should I print a copy of the liner notes? How do I get to have the liner notes? You don't. That's the whole point. You gave it away. You gave it away. Give it away now. Is that is that going to come into our rotation? Please. Possibly. Please, Possibly. God. No. Possibly. Um, oh, the journey is going to be so fun. So fun. So I think that's it. Yeah. We've, have we, is there any, any final notes or thoughts 
on Blue by Jody Mitchell, the CD, not the vinyl. I just want to say kudos on the choice because, again, it wasn't expected and I didn't realize I needed to hear these songs again in this like current era of my life and maybe like season of the year and all that. And I really enjoyed digging into it. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I was also proud of me. (laughs) I was like, you're doing good. You're coming out strong. (laughs) They won't all be this good. Um, So, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you want this back or do I get to keep this? What's what what are the rules here? They're like I think I think you keep it. I think down the line we may have a conversation about what to do with our artifacts, you know? Do you keep them forever? Do we give them away? Do we have a custody, shared custody and so sometimes I can check them out from your library write my name down, let you know when I'll return it. Um, Mm -hmm. I can charge you fees if it's late. uh mm -hmm. I'll buy it in ice cream. (laughs) Tell it that I love it still. Um, Oh, this album hears that all the time. I'm sure. (laughs) It does. does. For decades. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Right. We're wrapping it up. Um, Listen to some CDs, guys. Find yourself yeah. some. Check out the album. You know, look at the liner notes. Have a good time. Smash yeah. that repeat button. I love it. Yes. Smash that repeat button. Listen to A Case of You 50 more times today. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Bye.